Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Cultivate and Keep. This is Jeremy. And this is Corey. And uh, this is our second to last day before the end of the two-week challenge. So it's been a lot of work. I'm tired, man. Me and Corey. <laughs> I'm not tired. I'm good. But It's fun um, recording. Yeah. Anyway, we uh, so if you haven't heard yet, um, you're a little late to the show, but we have been doing a two-week challenge. And so you can participate by going to cultivateandkeep.com slash challenge. And what we're doing is we are uh, we have done two weeks straight of an episode a day and a blog a day, and you can um, participate by going to cultivateandkeep.com/challenge, and there you can um, climb the leaderboards by sharing either the episode that you're listening to or the blog that you read. And so what's nice about this is most like giveaways that we do or like contests, like it's a ran- randomized like generated. Um, person who wins but this one is the more that you share then the the higher you climb on the leaderboard so you are in charge if you win so go to the um the challenge page and share the episode or share the blog and uh, increase your chances of winning yeah so the whole purpose of this thing is for us to put out a ton of content and then in return you have a chance to win some cool stuff like kindle paperweight the merch the book etc super easy all you have to do is putting your name your email Click a few literally buttons, thirty seconds, yeah, or less. less. Um, share it on if Facebook, share on Twitter. <laughs> Grab the link, text it. Uh, super easy. So we appreciate it. Cool. So uh, today we are talking about social media. So this will be a fun one. Um, before we like dive into that, kind of want to kind of kick it off with the new feature on the um, iOS update for iPhones, um, screen time. So yeah. if you don't know what that is, it's this new feature where basically. Uh, it can track like the time you spend on certain apps and it tells you, it can give you like a weekly report of how much screen time you had that week. Yeah. Um, it me- tracks it whether you want it to or not. Yeah. It, that's a good point. It, it, so now it's, it's happening. So yeah. <laughs> if you want to ignore it, you can, but it's, it's on there. Um, and it can be a little like frightening if you see like where you spend your time. Uh, me and Corey, we actually did an episode on this already, but it was for our Patreon feed. So we haven't talked about Patreon in a while, but I wanted to bring that up. So if you wanted yeah. to um, support um, our podcast financially, you can do that by going to cultivateandkeep.com slash support or Patreon. Support. Support. Yep. And um, Patreon basically is a platform for creators like myself and Corey to um, to have an, to hopefully generate an income and to um, to cover the cost of running the podcast. So... Uh, anyway, so if you support us through Patreon, you can receive these extra episodes. And one of those was about screen time. So, um, Corey, what's your screen it's, time, bro? Yeah. <laughs> You're oh looking gosh. at it. It's a it's a fun it's a fun little feature. So uh if you want to go find out what your screen time is, all you have to do is click on settings and then you scroll down and there's kind of a little section. It says notifications, sounds and haptics, do not desert, do not disturb. And then it says screen time and it has a little um, hourglass next to it as the little icon there. And then you click on it and then it'll kind of take a second to update. But then you can see how many hours you spend either on a daily or a weekly basis. Now, disclaimer, uh, it's a little tricky for me because I work in marketing. So I'll get out of here with that. No, I'm serious I'm because, <laughs> because I have to be on social media for some marketing related things. Um, a lot of times I use my phone like to take notes while I'm on a call, okay, et cetera. I'm making excuses, but I just want to give that as a kind of a disclaimer here. Um, so I started using screen time, I think maybe about two weeks ago, maybe it was just a week ago, actually. I'm not sure. I think it was two weeks ago. 
Um, and it was after a couple of weeks after me and Jeremy had already talked about it. And because when we first saw it, we were just astonished. Like, Oh my, I'm like, it was like four hours a day. Like, yeah, I'm looking at this crazy. how much. So I'll just kind of share just very transparently. So today I've spent three hours and 47 minutes on my phone. Now, granted an hour and a half of that was on my notes app which I was using to uh, take some notes during a call for work as well as transcribe or like copy over some of the notes that I had onto my computer, which wasn't syncing over. Um, the, the next kind of biggest things that I was using was Safari. Uh, so was, I do a lot of reading, so I read a lot of things on Safari. The next biggest thing was Twitter and then my phone, my phone for 10 minutes and then LinkedIn for nine minutes. And then you can go down and it breaks down everything else for you. So uh, I used Instagram for four minutes to promote our episodes, <laughs> messages yeah. to text, Reddit, et cetera. Um, but what's so interesting is that it also gives you pickups. So it'll tell you yeah, how many times you pick up your phone per hour because it recognizes like the flip of the phone or like kind of the, there's a this little thing, I think it's called a gyroscope in your phone. And it basically measures like all the different movements of the phone. So it says that I do about three pickups per hour and about um, 76 uh, per day. And what's interesting, it says the most pickups were between 4 and 5 p.m., <laughs> which is funny because that's the end of my workday. Mm -hmm. Kind of appropriate. Um, and then it also gives you notifications. And this one this was one's like, really yeah, crazy. crazy yeah. In fact, I was, I was on Twitter, and uh, one of the, the – so this founder of this company called Product Hunt – uh, took a screenshot of his notifications and then he like screenshotted it and then put it on Twitter and was like, is this normal? Kind of sarcastically a little bit, but guess how many notifications he had that day? I have no idea. 2,200. What? Yeah. 22. And I think that his screen time was like nine hours that day. That's like, crazy. Cause he does a lot. I think he like, he's sort of like half the day he runs the company from his phone because he's just like in and out of meetings and stuff. Um, and looking at kind of metrics and whatever anyways. Uh, but it's been the reason why I put screen time on was I was curious. It was sort of an experiment of like what you can do is you can set, uh, app limits and then you can also choose apps that are always allowed. And so I wanted to see like, at, like when during the day would I hit the limit, um, on like how much time was supposed to be on my phone. Mm -hmm. So I started experimenting and I started with an hour and a half on my phone. Now, mind you, I had been averaging about four hours. So I thought, well, if I try not to be on my phone, you know, maybe I'll hit this like midday or like usually I use my phone a lot, like at night or something, mm -hmm. you know, when we're just chilling on the couch watching TV or something. Um, the very first day that I put it on, I hit the limit in the morning while I was on the toilet. No way. <laughs> I had already been on my phone for an hour and a half. That's crazy. Because I had gone and I, it was a little, um, wasn't totally accurate because I picked it up and then I made a smoothie and then I went and worked out and I left the phone on. So it was like on the notes app yeah. for an hour, and a, like for an hour or whatever. Uh, but it, it, I think the craziest thing about this is that you would never think I've looked at my phone for three hours and 51 minutes now mm -hmm. is what it's saying. 
but then that's literally what it is. Like mm-hmm. it's telling you, I've looked at my sc- my screen for that long. Yeah, that's, that's that was kind of what we both agreed on when we talked about this last time. Was uh, like so for me, mine as well. So I went through mine. I think we both were on the same page. Like it wasn't necessarily all like social media stuff. A lot of it was you know being productive and, and business stuff. But it was the idea that we are spending a, a good chunk of our day looking through a screen. That was kind of yeah. what we like. We're like holy cow! Like it kind of hit us. Um, I think it's a good thing to consider because it's like, this is the life that we're living right? and like, a lot of our time is going to look at this screen, even if it's oh, yeah. work or business, but we're still sitting down looking like at like a, a, a lens, which is like a, just a crazy thing to think about that we can spend, you know, a good portion of our day, day doing that. Yeah. Um, and then there's other people that it's filled with nonsense, like social media, which is, which whatever is fine. But, yeah. um, it, man, it's, it's crazy. I think I was spending around an hour and 15 minutes on average a day on like pure social media. So like Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, uh, Reddit, um, sort of the, the ones that those are the ones that I use. Like those are kind of the big four for me. But then I was thinking, I was like, I'm always complaining about not having much time or like not having time to do the things that I want to do, like learn how to code or like do some more reading or I don't know, go work out more. And I'm like, I spent an hour and 15 minutes on literally things that add nothing to yeah, my life. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that's a good point. I think that, so the app limits is, I think one of the coolest features that you can, yeah. so Connie has been doing that. She said she doesn't want to do Instagram or Facebook more. So each one has a 30 minute time limit, which I think you would think is a good amount of time. It's she nothing. like blows through it every yeah. day by like noon. She's like over it. Yeah. Um, and she's done a great job of like sticking to that. But uh, it's been good for her. Like she's is helping her keep a boundary and she's making that change. And um, I was telling you earlier, like I d- haven't put anything on there yet because I don't really use social media. I feel like I should use it more as I, I don't like want to. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to, but um, what I found for me was compelling to talk about was the notifications. Hmm. Um, it's like overwhelming the amount of noise that like is going, coming to our phone, our phones and what, how many yeah. alerts that we have. And it's like, for me, it's overwhelming. It's like, dude it's like so many things to keep up with and i feel like i'm constantly behind yeah uh, so what i've been doing is going through and just turning off notifications oh you know? yeah i did that like last month well you know when you download an app and it said it'll say two things it'll say this yep. app wants to follow your location and then it yep. says this app wants to send you push notifications freaking marketers yeah, dude i say no every time <laughs> because i i don't need or want no, notifications it's so totally unnecessary the only ones i've kept so you know because you're curious uh text messages and uh NBA <laughs> sports. That's center. it. <laughs> Breaking sports news, center. bro. That's it. That's what's important. But so here's one that I've, so I used to have emails. Like I would get, oh, um, the like worst. the buzzing. So it wouldn't, it would alert me. Like anytime I got an email, my phone would just buzz and it like drove yeah. me crazy because I'd be like laying in bed at night, falling asleep and bzz, my phone's buzzing. And so I turned it off to now my email only loads when I open the app and that's been, or sorry, it only refreshes when I open the app. And that's been super helpful because before like, when I would try to kind of turn off my mind and stop thinking about work, I, I couldn't because my phone was always buzzing. So that's been super helpful. Yeah. Um, that's actually one that I put in place a couple of years ago. But anyway, so the screen time feature is, is, is crazy. So if you haven't yet, go look at it. Just, for, just look for yourself. See kind of where you stand. I think you might surprise yourself. Um, and if anything, it's a good exercise to just kind of go through and kind of Figure out where's your time going, you know, yeah. where are you spending your time. Okay, I want to I wanna nerd out for a second because it, I'm glad that you brought up notifications. So me as a marketer in kind of the tech space, 
uh, I sort of have like an inside, the inside scoop on how a lot of this stuff works. So I'm going to nerd out for a second. Follow me because I promise there's a point to this. Okay. But in marketing, there's this concept of a growth loop and essentially a growth loop is a series of actions that ends up being in a cycle that repeats itself. So think about like, um, uh, I don't know, like taking a lap around like a, a loop, you know, like a, a racetrack, essentially. Um, you go, you turn one corner, that leads to the next corner, and you always end up back in the same spot. Well, for social media, for companies like Facebook or Twitter or even any app on your phone, even websites, their goal is always to get you back to the finish line or back to their app. They want you to log in. They want you to scroll through. They want you to see something. So a growth loop, for example, would be um, Jeremy downloads a new app and let's just say it's TikTok. That's really hot right now. TikTok? TikTok. I know. What so is that? Stupid. Um, it's like basically like these short videos. I don't know. I just saw it. It's like really big in Asia and it kind of creeped me out a little bit. Um, there's also this other one called Marco Polo. I've heard of that one. Yeah, which is like... Dude, my mo- I got a text the other day. It was like from my mom. It said, Jeremy, join Marco Polo. Okay, yes. That's a growth loop. Okay. Deleted that. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Okay. And it didn't work on me. So your mom downloads <laughs> Marco Polo and... And then one of the initial kind of, so she logs in, right? And then she's using the app. And then part of the growth loop is that part of the in-app experience is that they want you to send a notification to your friends. And then you get that notification, then you open up, and then you get that uh, the in-app prompt to share with your friends. So it's supposed to be like this kind of viral experience where you can imagine like kind of the branches just kind of going off and, you know, one turns into 10, turns into 100, turns into 10,000. Um, but the the growth loop is only completed with notifications. Notifications are actually the key to every social media app's success because their job is to get you back into the app. And I was reading about it, actually, I think it might have even been this morning. I was, I was reading more into it. But uh, notifications were like the cornerstone of social media success because... Um, what, what marketers have done is that they've turned everything into a notification. So someone tags you in a picture, notification. Someone likes your picture, notification. Someone emails you, notification. Uh, you know, your picture is liked 100 times, you reach a milestone, you're sent a picture. You sent your first video, you're getting notifications. There's notification for everything because they want to get you back into the app. And that creates a habit of you using that app. So notifications are are really big because it's literally someone playing you. Like it's literally someone intentionally thinking, how can I suck away someone's time and life on this app more? Because the more time that you're on this app, the more advertising dollars that we get, the more users we get, the higher valuation of our company. And it's literally all because of notifications. Okay, rant over. If I could clap and hold the mic, I would. (laughs) Good job, Corey. No, but I think that's just so indicative because (laughs) one of the things that makes social media unique is notifications, but it's the social aspect of it too. Like uh, there's a real, um, there's a real, uh, phenomenon for people where they feel like their pocket or their wrist is buzzing when it's not because their body is anticipating Mm -hmm. a notification there. It's anticipating the buzz of your phone, the vibration, or even of your watch. Like that's one of the things that like, I have like anxiety now because I'm afraid of my watch buzzing because if it buzzes, that means I get a text message Mm -hmm. or 
something's on fire, something's wrong. Someone needs my attention and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always social media that does those things. Yeah. You don't, you never get a, you know, a notification about like, Hey, your I don't know. Your lawn needs to be cut. You know what I mean? Like it's always something that is noise. Yeah. It's just noise. So I remember, um, when I first got like a, well, it was an iPod touch. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't a phone, but it was iPod touch. And I remember wanting notifications. I remember like I, it, I felt loved. I felt wanted liked yeah, when I got it's texts. It's a dopamine rush. Uh, when I used to email girls <laughs> because <laughs> didn't have a phone, bro. So I emailed. Um, anyway, I remember like, just so anyway, get notifications was like cool. Right. Or when you had yeah. Facebook, it was like, I wanted it. I mean, something's happening. Yeah. And you, you felt a part of something. Now it's like, please like take it away. <laughs> I don't yeah, want it. Any of it. Um, I think it's interesting how that kind of changes as we get older and whatever. Um, well, let's get into kind of a few points that we yes, had. Yes, um, that was a long. That was a long intro. A long rant. <laughs> so, um, I need to preface this with saying that I we we're not coming at this saying social media is all bad. No. You know, we're not we're not trying to take that standpoint. Um, I think for different people, it affects everyone differently. I think depending on your self control and kind of who you are as a person, what interests you. Um, it'll have a different effect. So I'll leave it at that and we'll kind of go from there. So we had a three points we kind of wanted to break down and talk about. Um, the first one was fake and brittle. Hmm. Um, and so there's this, um, I'm not even sure who he, what he is or who he is, if he's like a doctor or like just like an <laughs> author. But um, he wrote this paragraph and he kind of talks about like social media and, what and um, kind of the effects it has on people. And basically what he talks about is that social media in large part is um, like based on and driven by short-term feedback. And it's this constant cycle that yep. loops over and over again, and it's destroying how our society works, is what he argues. Um, and he talks about how we curate our lives around this sense of perfection, and we want to be rewarded um, with signals and hearts and likes and thumbs up. And we think it's going to bring bring us value and it's going to fulfill us, but in reality is um, it it's the opposite. It actually... Is if it's like a fake brittle popularity that we're all after, yeah. And um, he has a good point that it basically leaves us more vacant and more empty than we were before. Yeah. And it's kind of his whole stance on social media in general. I don't like fully agree with that, but I, I do think for um, because some people are like, driven by the likes and the hearts and the comments. Um, like me personally, like I like it, but I, I could give two hoots. Like I don't really care. Like honestly, like two, just two, just two. It's yeah. not three, but just two. Um, no more nor less. <laughs> Um, but he does have a good point because I do think, so I, I tend to have that mindset because I'm kind of like a, I'm pretty extreme person. So I'm like all in all out. And I feel like if I go in and I want to get the likes and hearts, I'm going to be mad because I'm not that popular or that, that cool. Yeah. So I don't get a lot of likes and so no. I'm probably gonna be disappointed. And so I just take the stance and I just, I just don't care. I'm like, ah, whatever. I'll have fun with it. And so, yeah. um, but I, it's true when I do find myself like, posting for like oh this is gonna get a lot of likes and it doesn't i'm like what the heck like i'm feeling like <laughs> you feel worthless i'm feeling a little let down yeah, and so as i read this i was like this is kind of right when you're driving after that short-term uh feedback it has left me more vacant than it did before hmm. um this is gonna <clears> be this is a little extreme but it's a lot like pornography in a lot of ways hmm. like Good it's point. it's kind of like social porn because it's not the real thing like no one is really high-fiving you in real life no one's really like thumbs up dude you're awesome great pick or like you're so cool always you had your life um but it's just so bizarre that like when you do that it feels good in the moment but then you're just thinking about the next picture or you're just thinking about the next thing you're gonna post the next thing that's gonna get you hearts and likes how you're gonna get to you know a thousand followers or a thousand 
um, you know, whatever it is, uh, subscribers. Um, That's a good point you bring up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this guy talks about, um, like, what's his solution? So he's basically saying, like, look, it's a trap. Like, it's going to be a never-ending cycle. It's a, It constantly loops, and it's going to leave you empty. Um, and so, and those are questions, you know, he's, he's talking about how we basically have to decide like what our solution is. And someone asked him in an interview, like, what's his solution? And he just said, I, I don't use these tools anymore. And that's my answer. I just don't do them. Dang. And, uh, I, so I think me and you both have gone through seasons of deleting all social media, right? For a few, I did it for like a year one time yeah. and it was so rad. <laughs> like oh, I actually yeah. really liked it. I didn't it. have Instagram for um, like two years, three yeah. years. Yeah. And I wish I could go back to that. Um, I can't now like, with my business and now with Cultivate and Keep too. Yeah. Like I feel like I need it. Like I can't. Because I need I'm those, and I need like a personal brand as well. I feel like yeah. so I really don't want to, but I feel like I'm like trying to stay in it. But what's funny is we were talking earlier how we need to post more on Cultivate and Keep. <laughs> yeah. We're both like not. Mm. I think we're doing it for like the business side. We know we need to, but we don't really want we're to. No, no. Yeah. I, if I had the choice, I would never post anything. Yeah. Ever. Now that that's us. I mean, I think most people are probably different. I yeah. I would think. Um. But for me, I think the reason why I don't have so much of an interest is because there are other things that have filled my mm-hmm. my attention and my time. Yeah. And uh, I think that was kind of one thing I was thinking through earlier was um, I think with a lot of people that are kind of all in on social media do all the time. Um, and it's not, a, it's not a bad thing, but it's because it's their hobby. It's what they like yeah. to do, yeah. which totally. isn't bad. I mean, it really isn't. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think... Um the the most dangerous part so fake and brittle is kind of the, the theme here the most dangerous part about social media is that it can trick you into thinking that like social media is how you are perceived and that that is your value yeah so you're you are not your instagram you are not your facebook like it, if you think about kind of the concept of social media it's that you only post your best or your funniest or your most worthwhile pictures or text, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's purely to get a reaction from someone. Yeah. Uh, it's only what has the most mass appeal. It's literally, it's not you. It's, it's not real at all. So what someone's life on social media always looks like it's perfect. It always looks like it's the best because that's what people want you to think yeah. is they want you to be jealous of, um, oh, going to Thailand again or just bought a new purse or, just got a new car or, you know, making money all day. But in reality, (laughs) (laughs) that's your example. Actually. Okay. I just, I saw this, um, this thing on the news and it was like, like drug dealer gets busted in his apartment after live streaming, like him, like flicking money from the, a deal that he just did. (laughs) I was like, how dumb do you have to be? That is funny. But like, that's the, what you get. That's how far social media pushed him is that he felt like, he needed to be validated by showing how much money he made. That's right. That's relevant. Good. Yeah. And then the SWAT team came in and busted him. And it was hilarious. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> but anyways, the danger is that social media can trick you into thinking that your life is about curating yourself to create this image. Yeah. But in reality, that's not who you are at all. Yeah. This guy talks about like, we don't realize it, but we're actually being programmed to like, yeah. to live that way. You know, again, it's all about the loops. Um, all right. Well, hey, uh, number, point number two was face the silence. Mm-hmm. Um, Psalm yeah. 62 one says for God alone, my soul awaits in silence. Um, hmm. it's funny that we, like we, we really are not okay with just sitting and observing or just being quiet. Yeah. Um, like to ourselves. like if we're with someone, it's different, but like being alone, I think, well, no, <coughs> being together with someone being a silent is the worst. That's a good point. Well, I, w- I was w- thinking like, 
with like Connie or whatever. I mean, oh right, yeah. For me, I don't, I don't know about you, but for me, it's ah, that's the worst. Like someone I no. don't know, you're right. Like if it's like yeah. someone you don't really um, know very well. Yeah, this silence is like it's not good. No, it's it's horrible. Um. So, but anyway, so this um the idea of, of being silent. I mean, we are so clogged with noise and just um so many notifications. I mean, think of screen time, right? You get to see how many. I think mine was like. 700 notifications a day like just crazy yeah, it's crazy um that's like so much there's like noise and uh, what it's done is it's made it to where i we're not okay to sit and just be like on our own and not be at our phone and um so now whenever i go in public or restaurants i try to make it a point to keep my phone in my pocket and just like observe mm. and like look around um and it's just crazy that you see how many like families are at dinner with all the kids on the phones or like just yeah. you know uh there's couples like on dates they're staring at their phones like that's so normal now um and we'll get to deeper parts of it but that's kind of like the first surface level of this of this part is just that it, simply we can't be alone we have to be on our phone you know yeah and it's so interesting because I think that that's part of the reason why I use social media is like, oh, I'm just bored. I'm going to go in here and kind of flip through and just scroll down. Um, but that's also dangerous because if if you, all that you do when you're bored is open up your phone and, you know, go to a social media app, then like you're never going to face silence at all. And that's all that you're going to know is just kind of being pacified by like this super low level of entertainment of just scrolling through some pictures of other people and other people's lives. Um, but I love this quote from Bonhoeffer. He says, we flee silence. We race from activity to activity to avoid having to be alone with ourselves for even a moment Mm -hmm. to avoid having to look at ourselves in the mirror. We are bored with ourselves and often the most desperate wasted hours are those that are forced to be spent by ourselves. And Bonhoeffer wrote this before there was even social media that before that was even a thing. Oh, really? This is, um, yeah, totally. Uh, he, so it's, it's just this human condition that's now being taken advantage of by social media and social media is making this even worse. Now, like, you know, whereas before you would flee the silence, now you would just go and open up an app. Yeah. So, so we don't like silence and we've really trained ourselves to just always be distracted. That's like so normal now. Um, and it's kind of, I think a lot of people like actually fear like just being quiet and, and yeah. having solitude. Uh, I know for me, like when I'm going to sleep at night, oftentimes it's hard for me to fall asleep because my mind just wanders and it goes on and on and on. Totally. So I, I'll have to put on like music or a podcast or like a TV because TV show. Yeah, yeah, I can't like silent my, silence my mind. Um, but uh, I went, there's a few verses I put down. Isaiah thirty fifteen says, In quietness and in trust shall be your strength. Uh, Psalm 37, 3 says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Hmm. Uh, Psalm 62, 5 says, For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from him. Um, I think silence is, um, in the Christian walk, is in large part having confidence in God. If we are able to be silent and just to be, to wait, the thing that shows that we are confident in the Lord and that he is, that he's with us, that he is near. Yeah. Um, I think also when, you want to jump in? I was going to say, it's funny, I just had a thought like, when I picture myself in like total peace, it's always silent, mm. but like, I'm never willing to do that. You, yeah. You really, silent. you know what I mean? Like I always picture myself, I'm going to wake up super early. I'm going to get some coffee or my smoothie. I'm going to sit out on the deck or on, my, on my balcony. I'm going to watch, you know, the sunrise or something. And I'm just going to sit in silence and be peaceful and mm-hmm. talk with God. But then I like one, I don't go out there because 
I'm cold or something stupid. But even if I do, or if I'm anywhere where I could be alone and silent for a second, it's just like this twitch. Like mm. I have to either be touching my phone or looking at it or just scroll for a couple minutes. But like I, I couldn't just be at peace. Mm. Interesting. Even though that's what I imagine what I want. Yeah. Well, I think I was sharing this with you um, a couple of weeks ago or months ago, but I think I've broken that in my life. Like mm. um, I think I was telling you that uh, like I've been spending about almost an hour every morning just like reading and yeah. like having peace and quiet. Um, and I was telling you, like a lo- like a big part of my devotions now, it actually isn't really reading or honestly doing anything. I'll just like literally just sit and oh. like listen and like pray. And it's, it sounds super weird, I think. But uh, yeah, I mean honestly, like about it. doing that and like um, depending on like the time of the day. But if I can like see the sunset or sunrise, excuse me. Uh, but like, dude, when I do that, it's it's so weird. Like, it, um, I sound like a hippie, but when I feel like the wind <laughs> on my skin and like I'm just in those moments yeah. of like reflection. Um, like I, I, I feel the Lord so close to me and it kind of like this is saying like when I'm silent, I mean, I feel like my confidence is, is like, is like set back into place to being in, in the Lord. Hmm. Um, and so I don't know wh- how that happened, but I just feel like recently that's kind of, I broke that pattern in my life of like not being able to, um, like be quiet. And so in doing that, it's been super rewarding and super good. Yeah. <clears throat> I just had a thought, but like, uh, just thinking about my own kind of social media usage, by the way, one of the things I wanted to mention was I just remembered that there was this app called there's part of screen time is a feature called downtime where you can schedule times away from apps and like usage. And I think the times that I use my phone and social media the most is right when I wake up or before I go to bed. And those are probably the worst times to use it because that's when like your mind is just, you know, is just kind of waking up or it's like trying to go down and then you're just stimulating it with like all these images and like crazy bright lights and you know, things that are just like these dopamine rushes. Um, but I think maybe I should like set downtime away from my phone, like, you know, six to eight in the morning, every morning, you know, or like, you know, nine to 11 every night because so you can't use it or it's, um, well, enter you, the code basically. Yeah. You have to enter the code, but like you can set down downtime away from certain apps. I'm pretty sure. Bro, I'll put the code in. Yeah. <laughs> I'll <laughs> just text you, you for the code every single time. <laughs> Dang. That'd be intense. Uh, that's commitment. Man. That's a good idea. No, but I think the silence, silence is a really big thing. Like mm-hmm. it's very underrated. Yeah. I think that we miss out on a lot yeah. when we're not silent sometimes. Yeah. Um, I think it was Bonhoeffer, or what's his name? Uh, Bonhoeffer, yeah. Yeah, Bonhoeffer. I think he, he said this, but he said, um, silence is also d- a divine invitation. Hmm. And he said, that is the deeper modern fear. Um, and, and then, so I was thinking about this, but I think the truth is that social media isn't um, like the problem itself. I think it's more of like a mask of the problem. Yeah. And I think it comes down to um, us like filling our time and... Um, uh, focus with distractions uh, you know when we are silent it talks about divine inv- invitation that is opportunity for the lord to speak to us and maybe what he's trying to say is that some people just don't want the lord to speak they don't yeah. they don't want to know what he's trying to say you they know? always want to be distracted um, want to be distracted yeah that's kind of what he's talking about like um you know that this is the the deeper underlying issue is that the social media is just the mask and this um us trying to avoid this divine invitation is the the more serious um, and deeper fear yeah, definitely. I love that. So the last one is how is social media profiting you? And I think this kind of gets down to the real like root of it all. What we're kind of trying to get to in this whole social media theme of talking about it. Um, 
but like what is the worth of social media i think that there's there's some worth in it but are you overvaluing social media i think another thing too is like you know you have 24 hours in the day how you spend that day and how you spend the hours in the day is should be indicative of the priorities in your life and does social media reflect how you prioritize your life is four hours out of every day really the priority in your life is two hours as one. I mean, is even one hour, you know what I mean? Like that's, those are heavy questions that you have to ask yourself and get real about what is this actually doing for me? Is this bringing me jealousy? Is this bringing me distraction? Is this bringing me anxiety? Is this bringing me, um, you know, these false senses of validity? Um, or is this actually helping me in some way? Uh, Truthfully, I'm, I'm pretty bored by a lot of things on social media. I know that's not the case for everyone. Uh, but again, I think that's, that's also just kind of the attitude that we've both been working on of like, what else could I be doing with my time? And what else is more profitable than social media? Yeah, I feel like I hear more from more and more people that social media puts them in a bad mood and like they'll see something yeah. and it creates drama and like, yeah. oh, did you see what that person said or what they, you know, oh, it's just like, dude, like who freaking cares? This <laughs> is yeah. like often yeah. my response. Um, but, I, you know, I've often found myself like in that same boat of like, uh, I think more times than not, it does put me in a bad mood and it makes me like frustrated. Um, and that's kind of why I thought of this point, like how is it profiting you? What is it doing for you in your life? Um and I also was kind of thinking, like, when you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing that you do? Is yeah. it? Um, I think a lot of people will go on it to wake themselves up. Um, I try to make it a discipline uh, for the last couple of years to not really use my phone for anything. I even not even respond to text until I read my Bible. It's kind of like my oh, my yeah. thing now. Um, like someone, like I if someone texts me at night, and I wake up in the morning, and I I'll see it. And I just won't respond because I wait until I kind of get my coffee and kind of get going and and read. And then I'll go through my phone and really kind of do my, my, get my day started. So, you know, follow up on stuff in the following day. Um, I also just thought it's kind of random. I also put my phone on do not disturb every night. Um, I, uh. I typically start it around like seven or eight. I'll just put on do not disturb and I'll keep it on the following day until like eight or nine. Hmm. Um, I don't know why I just, I, I like to end my day, like not being bombarded with notifications. Yeah. And then in the morning, same thing. I hate like being bombarded by like buzzing or it's the worst. Um, so that's been good for me. Um, yeah. One of the other things I was thinking about was like social media is probably literally like the opposite of profiting you. Like it's mm -hmm. taking stuff away from you. Like I was thinking about how, like the big thing for me in social media is like, I always want things after going to social media, like I'll go on Facebook and I'll see an ad for something or especially Instagram, you know, mm -hmm. I'll go and I'll start seeing like cool cars that people have. Look or, at like, this. The marketer is a sucker for ads. Oh, totally. That's dude. funny. Like, well, that's some good copy or like, I like that, that filter <laughs> they put on there, whatever. Um, but like, even like today I was looking, uh, Monique sent me this, um, this picture of like this account and it was of uh, this really cool, like bus that this family had transformed into like a home basically. And they go and travel kind of the, the States. I was just like, Oh, I want that so bad. But like now I'm kind of just like breeding greed inside of me. You know what I mean? Like if you if you're trying to spend less or you're trying to buy less things or you're trying to just want less things in general don't go on social media because all you're going to get is ads and pictures of cool things that yeah. everyone else has yeah so i think it's a good question to um leave leave off on and just to kind of ask yourself how was like how is your social media profiting like you specifically yeah um 
I think at the very least, probably like the part that one of the best things you are getting from it is probably distraction. And and besides yeah. that, I think it's downhill from there. Like it's yeah. most likely. Um, it doesn't have to be that way, but I think in most cases that's probably what's happening. And so, um, and you might find uh, it might be different for you, but I think you should ask that question and kind of see what comes up in your mind. Yeah, you know, definitely. Well, should we wrap it up? Take us home, Corey. All right. Well, hope you liked that little talk on social media. Hit us up on social media if you liked it or if you didn't like it. But don't go past your screen time limit. Okay? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Message that us at stupid. like 1 p.m. That way we don't get a notification about it. No. <laughs> but so uh, really, uh, you know, feel free to send us a message. Email us, you know, your thoughts if you have anything you want to add. Um, also, don't forget about the two-week challenge. We're wrapping up here. So go to cultivateandkeep.com slash challenge make sure to share it around give it one last little blast to your friends the leaderboard's gonna be wrapping up at midnight on friday night so thanks again for listening and we'll see you in the next one peace